Hello, everyone. It's Christoph Trapp, Chief Content Officer at DMN. I'm joined by Kayla Brea for another DMN one-on-one -on -one episode. Kayla, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. So the topic today, we, um, we saw each other, or at least we were in the same place, at IQ earlier in October 2019 in Louisville, uh, where you unveiled one of your latest uh, excavators, vacuum excavators. And first of all, it was so hot out, <laughs> was it not? It was a scorcher. I mean, it, it was hot, but then what was even hotter, and I really have to say like that, was the way you unveiled the, the, the piece of equipment. So you had it in a big box, had a, had a sign on it, do not open until IQ, and then you had a presentation and you basically uh, unveiled the new piece of equipment. Um, that's like the high-level version. Tell me your uh, version of what you guys did and um, how it all came together. Yeah, um, thanks for asking. So, as you mentioned, it was a hot couple days in Louisville. Um, we were really excited to release this new product to the world. It's a new innovation, um, really, to the industry, uh, kind of taking the the soft dig technology of a traditional hydro excavator, uh, meeting it up with the reclaiming technology um, into an on-site recycling system. So something brand new, and we wanted to make a pretty big splash with that. So um, how do you better do that than to garner up some excitement? So really leading up to the show, we um, put out quite a bit of different media, um, posts, all different things to drive traffic to our booth. Um, and then at 10 a.m. on October 1st, at the IQ show, we um, decided it was time to unveil. Um, and really, we kind of had this whole theme of can't be contained behind our product because for a few reasons. Uh, Vermeer, um, as an industry leader, really, we've come up with quite a few different innovations over the years, and we can't contain that innovation. We want to share it with the world, um, and we were excited about it, so we couldn't contain our excitement about the new machine. And really, third of all, we can't contain our customers. They're going uh, to limits we've never thought of. Uh, and it's been exciting to see where they're going, and we want to come along with them and make sure that they aren't contained by the products that they're running today, but that we're ensuring that they can go the distance. So that's kind of all what kind of really wrapped up behind that can't be contained thought and theme. Uh, and then the actual containing of our XR2 vacuum excavator. So we had our XR2 um, in our large crate. And to give you a little perspective, if you weren't there, uh, just to kind of imagine, it was a 40-foot long crate, uh, and it was about 23 feet deep. Uh, and we took one wall, it was 15 feet tall, and we dropped that wall. Um, we had a really nice presentation ahead of time. So we had our CEO and president, Jason Andringa, uh, speak really just to the innovation and our excitement and our family-owned company and all the passion behind our product and our customers. And he passed off to Doug Hunt, who is our president of Industrial Solutions. From there, Doug really set up the, the problem statements and having you help understand better, you know, why we did invent this machine and how we hope it will serve the our customers into the future, um, knowing that, you know, it's a new innovation and there's 
definitely opportunity to kind of go outside of the traditional means of a hydro excavator. Um, and then uh, we played a short teaser video, which was kind of running ahead of time too for people to see. And from that teaser video, uh, we actually dropped the crate wall and we had fog rolling out just to kind of amp up that, that excitement. Um, and then from there, after the, the crowd kind of quieted down, we had Lee Schroeder, our sales manager, do a nice overview and explained what the actual machine highlights were. So he hit on the top features and really did a product walk around. Uh, and then we demoed the machine right there live for everyone to see. Um, you know, it's one of those things that until you see it, it doesn't always click because it's something so new. Um, so we demoed it and then we did end up playing an uh, animation video at the very end of our presentation. And that animation video just took everything full package. So everything that was talked about, it really just kind of simplified it, broke out different components of the machine so you could kind of see what was happening inside. And it really just kind of, hopefully for everyone, put, you know, crossed those T's, dotted those I's, and it was an easy understanding from there. Um, and then we invited everyone to come on up and we gave out some free t-shirts. And from there, it was just time to just mingle, kick the tires, learn a little bit more about the machine. We had our product manager, um, our head engineer, our engineering manager, our sales team all ready and waiting to just answer any questions that were available after that. Um, and then as the show went on, obviously they were still around to answer questions over the next couple of days too. But um, lots of, that was really the high, high level of everything that went into it. But it was a pretty exciting um, time for us. And so as you might imagine, as a journalist, I'm walking around the show, right? I'm looking for things to cover, what's new, what's, um, what's different, what's the trend, all those different things. Um, and and you're, you can't even call it a booth. I mean, you're area <laughs> your acre <laughs> on the on the exposition ground you know really drew people in and th there was a so you had a clock up i don't know what time it started but when i got there it said something it was ticking down from 10 minutes yeah. and there were probably hundreds of people standing around waiting um so then i set up uh, to do a live stream we'll put the live stream uh, into the show notes. It's actually it was on Periscope for equipment today. Uh, we'll also put a picture, uh, a link to the article we did in the show notes as well, as well for, uh, on For Construction Pro. So you can see a picture. Uh, you can see all the details if if you like to know them from um, about the, the the new excavator. Um, what else? Like how long did the planning take? That's a great question. Um, it was exciting for me as a marketer um, in the industry to be able to bring to life and introduce a brand new concept. Um, so really, we, I mean, we started a couple years ago, um, just kind of figuring out more about the machine, um, how it works in the industry, you know, doing testing to better understand what the true use is. Um, and kind of narrowing all that down. So kind of your typical things that you would do with any product. Um, it really started hitting a lot harder. Um, probably about a year out from the show is when we decided that, you know, this is when we need to start um, getting that idea of how do we unveil it? And how do you keep it a secret? 
to do such a fun un unveil. So it was a great collaboration um, among our product manager, engineering, our commercialization team, and then um, the marketing team, as well as uh, we work with an agency in Des Moines, um, and just all of us getting together in a room and kind of thinking through what's what is that? What is the cool, different, something, this product, something new to the industry? You know, doing a sheet over a product is always a great, great way to unveil, but what's something different that will capture the audience? Um, so I'd say like a um, year out is when we started talking through that. Um, and then, you know, crunch time about six months out, three months out is when you really hone in on um, the large crate. You know, what are all the assets that go along with it? How do you start promoting it? Um, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I could probably talk in so much more detail, but you tell me exactly what you want to hear. <laughs> so creativity does take time, right? Implementation. Oh, yes, definitely. And it's funny because, I mean, you got to think, oh, how hard is it just to put it in a box and drop a wall? But there's so many intricacies that go into it from – um, making sure the box is structurally sound to keeping your audience at a safe distance to getting the people there in the first place. So it was kind of a fun challenge beyond just your typical marketing. And how does it all come together? Like, I mean, do you, did, was it create, was everything created in Pella, Iowa and then shipped there or how did you, how did you pull that off? Yeah. Um, so we actually went through a few rounds. So we actually had some great um, interns and summer students who were working for us this last summer who built a miniature version of the crate uh, so that we could kind of test out how it could work before we built a full life-size model. Um, so we actually built that, did a few trial runs, tests, kind of talk through what, what the ins and outs are, what we wanted to maybe eliminate because of visibility concerns or we, we wanted to add, you know, to make sure it was structurally sound. Um, and then from there, once we felt pretty good about that, you know, there's quite a few different hand drawings before um, with our agency. We had a particular person there who was kind of designing it out. They handed off those designs. Our interns built it. And from that point, that's when we were like, okay, we feel good. I think we figured out the main main things we need to do. Let's build the full-size model. Um, so we actually had um, a gentleman who's done some contract work for us in the past doing some of our different um, displays. He built the crate in a friend's shed, like a big Morton building, um, just outside of Des Moines, Iowa in a smaller town outside of town, um, built the full life-size model. And then we all who were involved with the process actually went and we did a test drop to make sure that everything still worked and looked good. Um, and then the poor guy had to tear that thing down and but get it all ready. And we shipped it to Louisville from there. So he actually built the whole thing and then had to take it down. Um, and then, yeah, we shipped it on down to the show uh, a couple months later. And then that same gentleman, as well as our, our, um, some of our commercialization staff who was helping build up our booth, all um, constructed it again in the booth. So, yeah, we went a few different rounds. It went up and down a couple times, but 
all uh, to make sure that the show went off without a hitch. So the um, the show, I think the unveil unveiling was on a Tuesday, right? Um, yep. What so what day did you guys start setting up the the booth? Yeah, um, we actually started setting up our IQ booth the Monday before the show, so just over a week prior to the show opening day. Yep. So now afterwards, is it, um, is it available yet or not quite? Um, the machine will be available um, mid-2020. Um, we're still, you know, working through some of the final pieces of it, and then we'll have it available for production then. So you haven't noticed any uh, sales or people asking for it? Have you noticed anything like that um, since you unveiled it? Yeah, um, we've had really great conversations with people, especially at the show. A lot of good outreach since we've unveiled it at the show. Um, so we're feeling pretty positive about where things are going, and it's exciting to see what kind of work it could potentially do. Fantastic. Great overview, Kayla. I appreciate it. I'm sure all the listeners appreciate it as well um, to learn new ways on how to be creative and, and how to um, share your product in a, in a different way. Um, the takeaway for me is it takes time, two years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it takes time, a lot of dedication and hard work, and a great group of people who are willing to make your dreams a reality. So thank you very much for having me. Yeah, um, thanks for listening. And I was joined by Kayla Brea with Vermeer. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. And until the next time.